Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Resilient Leaders Podcast, where resilience in leadership is not simply a good idea, it's required. This is your host, J.R. Briggs. And normally on this podcast, my goal is to equip you, to train you, and to give you practical resources and tools to help you be more resilient. Now, most of these episodes are directed primarily toward the head, helping you learn something new, remind you of something, gain some new tool or perspective. However, today's episode is going to be different. I want to speak primarily toward the heart. I want to speak directly from my heart to your heart, leader to leader. Now, we know that there are so many things that have happened that were not on our 2020 bingo card. And I want to speak honestly and openly here. I'm concerned for leaders. Leaders, you've been through a lot. Last week, I had four different coaching appointments scheduled on one particular day. Three of them were pastors. And all four of these leaders in our coaching times admitted to me that they were seriously considering quitting. All four of them. One day. There was no scandal. There was no ethical issue or law that they'd broken. They weren't covering up anything evil or dangerous or illegal. But they admitted to me that they simply cannot handle the stress anymore. And they won out. This is what I wrote in my journal the following morning. I said this. I said, I can't think of a time where leaders were consistently under attack more than right now. Leaders are exhausted, overwhelmed, doubting themselves, tempted to quit. They're burned out. People aren't trusting leaders these days. Leaders are misunderstood, lonely, feeling an all-too-common feeling. They are damned if they do and damned if they don't. This fall with the election, the heat is going to get turned up even more. I fear that we will see a spike in resignations and firings, depression, and burnout. And I fear a rise in suicides among leaders. I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm very wrong. And I'm deeply concerned by the trajectory. It's not trending in a healthy direction. At this point, self-care for leaders and pastors is not optional. It must occur or we're in for some tumultuous times with distraught congregations who will be without shepherds and organizations who will be without leaders. That was a hard thing to write in my journal. So I want to pause here, and I want to say a few things directly to you as a leader. First of all, I want to say this. Leader, I hear you. I see you. You're hurting and you're struggling. And that's understandable. We've been through a lot these past several months. You've been through a lot. You've been through more than what most people realize. I see you and I hear you. And second, I want to say, leader, thank you. Thanks for what you do. Those late night meetings, those frantic phone calls that you receive from people you lead, when you don't really want to answer the phone or when your family's just about to sit down to dinner. Thanks for listening to people when it's the last thing you wanted to do. Thanks for caring. 
Thank you for serving when you don't feel like it. Thank you for leading, even when you know you'll be misunderstood or you'll be shot at from both sides. Thank you for not giving up. And third, leader, I want to ask you a question to reflect upon. What lies are you tempted to believe right now? What lies are you tempted to believe right now? Lies about yourself, about your leadership, about your organization or your church, lies about others, about the world, or even about God. As leaders, we've got to be functioning out of what is true. And if not, our leadership will become destructive. And fourth, leaders, I I, I know... We talked about the importance of rest and replenishment on a recent episode, but because it's so important, especially in this season, I want to circle back around to it for a moment. Reflection around replenishment is so important. I've quoted him before, but I feel it's important to quote it again. It's from Parker Palmer, who said, the leader has a special responsibility to pay attention to what's happening inside of himself or herself lest the act of leadership do more harm than good. And right now, your responsibility to pay attention to what's happening inside of you right now, what's happening inside of you may be pretty ugly, it may be pretty dark, maybe pretty scary or hopeless, but we still need to pay attention to it. You know, it reminded me of something Gene Edwards wrote. He said, the world does not need gifted men and women outwardly empowered. Instead, the world needs individuals who are, bro- who are broken and inwardly transformed. I, I want to give you, just before we leave here in these last few minutes, I want to give you a brief framework where you might consider where you are at the moment and some, some ways in which you can have restoration and support and care around you. Three categories. The first one is our relationships and support. The second is recalibration and realignment. And the third is rediscovering rest and joy. So I want to talk briefly about each one of those. I'm not suggesting you do all of these. I'm suggesting maybe you try one or two of these. If it might help you in this season, if you're feeling discouraged and overwhelmed and hopeless and feeling stuck. So in that first category, relationships and support, maybe this is a good time to identify a mentor, to make that ask that might feel vulnerable to say, hey, will you mentor me? I just need someone to check in with. You have some experience. Will you help me? Maybe it's time to secure a coach or a spiritual director. Maybe it's time to look to attend a small group that you don't lead. You can just show up and participate. Maybe it's time to find a trusted counselor. A counselor, you can just you can go to counseling once a month to just sit there and just have somebody listen to you and help you. Maybe it's to develop a prayer team, a group, a small group of people who are committed to praying for you regularly and who can share, who you can share with confidentially about some things that they can pray for you. You don't have to impress them. You can just share honestly and they can pray. But in addition to relationships and support, this next category of recalibration and realignment, maybe you need to give up reading leadership books in this season. That sounds counterintuitive. You think, oh, I got to learn more about leadership. Maybe it's a season where you give up reading leadership books, or maybe you give up listening to this podcast. My job is not to have you listen and have as many people listen to this podcast as possible. It's to help you be healthy. And if for a season you need to stop listening to this podcast, do it if it helps you. Maybe you need a journal. Try journaling. 
Maybe you just need to have the permission and I'm giving you permission now to talk it out, to cry, to weep, to yell if you need to, if that's a healthy outlet for you. In a previous book that I wrote for pastors called Fail, Finding Hope and Grace in the Midst of Ministry Failure, I wrote about one pastor who told me that his therapy costs him $7 a session. That seemed really low to me. And I asked him, what did he mean by that for $7? He said that was the cost of a large bucket of golf balls at the driving range. But another pastor told me that he had gone to the thrift store and he bought a box of old dishes and glassware. And he went to his basement when his family members were not home and he threw each piece of, of glassware, each dish against the wall as hard as he could. He was more honest in his prayers, he said, and felt closer to God during those broken dish moments than any time since he'd become a pastor. And as he cleaned up the mess, he cried and he thanked God for the healing that he'd experienced in letting out all of his emotions. He threw it away and then he went back to work. (laughs) Maybe in a healthy and appropriate way, that's maybe what you need. A trip to the driving range or the thrift store to buy some dishes to appropriately and wisely let out some of that frustration you're feeling. And then the third category is rediscovering rest and joy. Maybe it really is time to take practicing Sabbath seriously. One 24-hour period of time where you don't have anything that you're supposed to do. You can rest and pray and play and sleep and just be a human. Or maybe it's to participate in some life-giving activities, things that just fill fill your bucket. Pursue those. Maybe it's getting out of the zip code, just whether it's 30 minutes or a state away for a weekend, just to be able to clear your head and gain some perspective. And lastly, maybe it's you make it a, a, a point to take a power nap every day this week. You have permission. But more than anything, leaders, I want you to know you're not alone. The exhaustion, the desire to quit, the intensity, the stress headaches, the countless other leaders. There are countless other leaders right now who are feeling what you're feeling. This is not to minimize the pain that you're feeling. Instead, it's to remind you that you're not a freak. You're not weird. You're not alone. There's not a problem with you. Others are feeling exactly what you're feeling right now. And I hope that in some way it makes you not feel so alone knowing that. Leaders, don't give up. Your investment, your faithfulness, it all matters. You may not see any fruit. You may not see any results right now, but it matters. Keep being faithful. I want to end by reading a short passage of scripture, something Jesus said to his disciples. It's one of my favorite passages. It's from a translation called The Message, which is a down-to-earth, accessible expression of the Bible in a unique, fresh translation. Jesus said this. He said, are you tired, worn out, burned out on religion? Come to me. Get away with me and you'll recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me and work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. That's from Matthew eleven twenty-eight through 30 in the message. Leaders, thanks for what you do. I see you. I hear you. I'm grateful for you. I'm inspired by you. 
keep being faithful. Well, thanks for joining me today. And thanks, Joel, for producing this podcast. Leaders, be faithful, available, teachable, and hungry. Keep leaning in and learning. And don't give up. Know that you're seen, you're heard, and you are appreciated. 